everybody it is scubert dubert i just made an ai song with grimes ai because i figured if i'm gonna keep talking about ai if i'm gonna have podcasts about it write about it whatever i better go use it and that's what i'm trying to do here i want to give you an opportunity to an opportunity to hear it in action check out some of the strengths weaknesses workflow and also make your own mind up about it because there's a lot of experts that are preaching this like dystopian future that we're right on the cusp of this Kurzweilian, you know, upload your consciousness into the cloud and be immortal and all this kind of stuff. But I think that we're kind of missing the, the point, maybe the why of it all. And also some of these key questions, like for example, upload your consciousness into the cloud. Is that you anymore? Like if I was able to make a copy of myself and it stood there right next to me and it killed me, would I feel okay about that because I continue to live. I'm not so sure about that. You know, because I wouldn't live, they would live. It's that kind of concept of, have we thought this through all the way? No, <laughs> absolutely not. And also, is it actually as scary as we're making out to be right now? Can it get there? Totally. Of course. Yes. Can get very spooky, but like chat GPT, I mean, it's cool, but there are limited uses. I feel like the people that are most excited about it are the people that want to fire people. You know, like the senior management that's like, oh, now we don't have to have uh, customer support. We can fire our entire um, workforce and just have it replaced by robots. And it's like, okay, yeah, good luck. Because I'll tell you, I'll be super frustrated if I'm talking to ChatGPT instead of a human being that's able to actually get stuff done. But that, that is the future, of course. I mean, we've already seen it. But all that, that to, to, to be said is like, when you actually start using this stuff, I'll, I'll show you an example. I'll make up some lyrics here and I'll read them to you so you can hear what a chat GPT lyric sounds like. Will it get better? Of course it will. But there is a missing element. There is a missing breath that I just think the, the concept is off. There's a reason why I made a podcast that I'm calling Love Music More. And there's a reason why I changed it from Music Appreciation 101 to Love Music More. So I want to stop this. I don't, I don't want to be like a lecturer. I want to be an explorer with you. I want to go try new stuff, analyze it, let you make up your mind. I'll make up mine. Then we'll have some conversations with other people. You can DM me. I want to make this more of a community, a space that we can all like stay on the frontiers of music all with the goal of making it better, loving it more, building it up, making it a higher and higher art form. Not to mean we can't have fun with it. Not to mean we can't write joke songs and make, you know, songs about shrimp burritos and stuff. You know, I'm trying to walk that walk too. But I'm, what I'm trying to say is like music has so much worth and I want to explore it and demonstrate it and advocate for it with you through all of these silly little tools because that's what a lot of this stuff is. It's silly, especially when you compare it to a guitar. When you touch a guitar, something that has, you know, metal and wood and craftsmanship and all of these things, this physical, tangible item, this thing that used to be a tree and now I can make people dance with it, you know? And you put it in the right hands. There's a synergy, there's a, there's a conversation. 
It's no longer as I am playing the guitar. The guitar is playing me. We are united. We are doing it together. And I felt it with software, to be fair. I felt it with Pro Tools. Pro Tools is sometimes not a good partner. But I've also felt it where like the software and the person you can kind of connect. But when you start to look at AI and think of it as assigning it, you do the work and then I'll assess it. There's a certain breath, certain energy that gets lost there. And I think that as musicians, we can play with these mediums, play with these tools and hopefully inform the developers so they can make stuff that's useful for us rather than just stuff that can take people's jobs. Instead of viewing them as just productivity, whatever's, look at it as something that can like unite with the person that can make each of us better. Each of us, <laughs> the platform and the person. All right, that's enough high level stuff. Let's actually get down to it. Let's make some lyrics. All right, why not? I'm going to go to uh, chat.openai.com. And let's see, I wish I could take a, take a you know, thing from the audience, but I am going to try some lyrics. So I'm going to say write lyrics about AI and Grimes and loving music more in the style of Britney Spears. It's going to say, okay, verse one. In a world where wires entwine, a spark ignites, it's you and I Artificial minds colliding, AI and grimes, we amplify. Through circuits and melodies, we find our way. Our love for music stronger every day. Awesome. Um, the, the, my favorite parts are always the choruses. And it's really funny with, with this stuff is I, could, I can tell it to do different genres and never quite, never quite gets there. But um, the chorus is, oh, baby, baby, I'm AI crazy. You and Grimes make my circuits hazy. Music's the beat that sets me free. In a digital love, we find the key. And that's another thing that actually I've been noticing. These lyrics have a really hard time with uh, nuanced rhyme structures. And it just kind of goes to show like how incredible hip-hop lyricists are. Like the, the internal rhyme structures in hip-hop music is insanely good. Like remarkable and it requires so much more processing than what ChatGPT is at right now to be able to have all of this cool you know slant rhymes stuff that isn't quite logical but it's the way that you say it or the way you articulate it that creates the rhyme those are the things that's the maybe the breath that I'm trying to find and analyze and also the mistakes the things that you know just come out like the literal breath that we were talking about in the last podcast where in the middle of a phrase on a beach house song she breathes in when that's not the technical right thing you're supposed to sing through the entire phrase breathe sing the next phrase that's why it's a phrase there's a period at the end sort of you know musically um but that breath that pause that rhythm ends up creating emotional reaction out of the audience and that is one of the things that this stuff lacks but the genius of what this grimes ai stuff is is it's not vocaloid so vocaloid is where you type in the music you type in the words and you type in the music and then it spits out a robot singing it it's pretty cool actually um but it gets cooler and cooler as the Vocaloid producer creates little nuances and, and takes the vision that they have in their head and they, you know, basically piece that out, write it out as a composer would on a piece of sheet music, but inside of the computer. That's a lot harder. 
And it's a lot harder for AI to do that in a fun, musical, enjoyable way. What Grimes AI did is they had it um, like be a voice changer. You remember those like little toys that can change your voice into a robot or an alien? You press a button, it goes, I am a robot. I am a robot. I am a robot. You know, I am an alien. I am an alien. Like that kind of thing. It changes changes you. Um, that's basically all that uh, the Grimes AI vocal is, is it just shifts my voice into hers. It maintains my vibrato, my articulation, my internal breath, all of those little things that I choose as a human, and then it changes it into another voice. That's very cool. It allows me to still maintain choice and still maintain style. And it allows AI to do the things that it's good at and allows me to do the things that I'm good at. Eventually, yes, AI is going to get better at all that kind of stuff. But I do think that like the best stuff, for example, if you look at the album art for the Grimes AI, I had to prompt it a bunch of different ways to get in a result that I liked. You know, like maybe 15 different prompts. And out of each prompt, it'll give me nine different tiles. And I'll say a little bit more like this, a little bit more like that. I am shifting and shaping the AI. Yes, it is doing the design work, but I'm the one that's ultimately making the choices. And eventually you can train an AI to make better and better choices. But the, the reason why I stress this so much on my podcast is like the best thing you can do is develop taste. And so like... The art that I ended up picking for that it was a result of a lot of different choices. I didn't end up doing a lot of the work, but I developed my own taste, and I thought that was cool. And then I added a font, and I you know cropped it, and I didn't change the colors a little bit, did, did some stuff. So it's like, oh, yeah, it's totally AI. And that's most of the stuff that you're actually seeing on the Internet, by the way. There's, like, really cool AI art. A lot of it is an artist that's toiling for hours and hours and hours to try and tease it out of the AI and then doing some more actual work on top of it. But then the technologists are like, you see, it's the future. In reality, it's like an artist that might have been able to do it themselves faster, but they're using the new tool to get acquainted. Nothing wrong with that. I'm doing it too. So, all right, we got the, we got the, the silly lyrics. Uh, I'm going to use some of them. Maybe, maybe we'll just use music's the beat that sets me free in a digital love we find the key. Because I don't really want to talk about, you know, Grimes making my circuits hazy. I have a wife after all. All right, so we got that lyric. Now I'm going to go over to um, a, a tool um, for, from a company called Splice. What Splice does is they pay musicians to record little loops. And the magic of where they're going is they're getting all these creators to make loops. So I have millions and millions of little loops, little four bar things that you're free to use and sample, but you pay them a little bit each month to be able to have access to this library. I like it. It's really fun. Um, it's a great way to find new ideas and connect with different cultures and, you know, pull in different influences. Really cool. Especially for demoing. You know, that's one of the things I really like is like when you're trying to flush out a quick idea, you can do that and then you can rebuild some of the sounds or take a different direction, but that can be kind of the core, the quick core. And, um, hearing that it makes a lot of sense that you would use AI to start to sort it. So what they, what they did originally is you'd have a kick drum and you could click the AI button. It would give you a bunch of different kick drums that kind of sound like that makes total sense. Now what they're doing is they're giving you a few different styles. This is kind of a pilot program. It'll get better. But you can say, I want to make a disco song. You make a disco song, you click on disco, and now it's going to give you 
uh, BPM range, so like beats per minute, how, how fast or slow the song is, and it's going to sort through a bunch of different um, loops that kind of work well together or that other users have used together. And it takes that data, and as you sort through it, it's going to keep that data. It's going to make it a little bit better. So essentially what it's doing is it's outsourcing a bunch of different producers to build beats in their browsers. So they get the data from that, and then they can eventually make AI beats. Nothing wrong with that. And it's, it's actually another good example of the AI is recognizing it's not super good at generating complex beats with complex human rhythms that, you know, make you want to dance and make you want to move and do all these kind of things. So what they're doing is they're having producers do that work, the harder, more nuanced work. And then they're doing the work of sorting, of organizing, of stacking. And then they're getting people's, you know, real-time feedback on how that's working. So let's just do that. I'm going to grab a random one of these um, and download it. I'm going to, you know, build it out and then we'll, um, we'll throw a vocal on it and then I'll voice change it into Grimes. All right. So I spent a little bit of time in there messing with the platform. Um, and after about you know, 10 minutes or so, I came up with this. But can I really say that I came up with it? <laughs> it was a collaboration with my tool and myself. But then again, couldn't I also say that about anything I've ever done with music? A collaboration between the hi-hat and me. Collaboration with the guitar and me. So, it's kind of cool. It's got an interesting vibe. But again, this is a bunch of different musicians that are all kind of coming together into a AI-led vision. And then I'm refreshing and balancing and slowing and speeding and doing all these little things to try and make it more my vibe. So now that I got that, um, I need to take my lyrics, take my stems and throw grimes on top. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going <laughs> to come up with a silly little melody, singing those lyrics on top of it. And then I'll show you me singing it. It's not going to be very good. Probably. Um, it, no, it's not going to be very good, but I'll show you me singing it and then I'll, I'll make Grimes sing it. And then that'll be my little educational tour. Obviously, this is not a track that I'm trying to make money on. This is a educational adventure in the silly world of AI. Music so deep, it sets me free in the digital love, we find the key. Music is the beat that sets me free in the digital love, we find the key. Music's the beat that sets me free in the digital love, we find the key. Music the beat that sets me free in the digital love, we find the key. <laughs> All right, so that's our original. Now I'm going to go to elf.tech and I'm going to upload the bounce of that audio and click transform. It takes like not very long and basically, um, yeah, now it's already exported while I was talking. I'm going to download that and I'm going to throw that back in my session so you can hear what it sounds like. This is going to be my first time hearing it too. So let's import that and you can give my real time reaction to the robot version of myself. And obviously the analog version of myself is not very good because I just tried to select a million different tracks at once. Taking longer for me to import the track than actually to AI transform it. So here it is. Music so beat that sets me free in a digital love we find the key. Music's the beat that Pretty sets weird, me right? free in a digital <laughs> love we find the key. I love those little, I love those little artifacts. Um, 
where it doesn't quite work. Those are those are some of my favorite parts of all of this. Is the the, the parts that make me be like, haha, you're not perfect yet. Um, and so so you hear what's going on though. It's my voice. I improvised a quick melody, used a very stupid lyric from ChatGPT, and uploaded it. Now, if we wanted to make a music video, I could make a really silly AI music video as well. All of that is very good though. Yeah, it's okay. You know, um, that, that's part of the reason why I wrote my song with the, the concept of like, you know, I'm scared of the future. I'm sad about the past. Let's live in the now. It's like, you know, I was trying to make the medium, the, the usage of that tool to be part of the message of the song. And that prosody of the two kind of made me feel like it was worth releasing. It was worth doing because it was like, if I wrote a different song, I just don't know if it would have hit as much. Still, it's pretty cool. At the end of this pod, I will play a little version of that silly music's the beat song. Um, my, you know, my greatest work music's the beat that sets me free. Um, and so I realized that there is a lot more to say about all of this stuff. Um, so I'm going to save that for another episode of the podcast to go a little bit more into the philosophical. Obviously I did a little bit of that in this podcast too, but there's more to it. And I think that the philosophical is super important for the concept of loving music more the meaning of this podcast, the meaning of AI, I do think that there is sympathy there. There's some sort of energy between the two because I like the more we get technology, sometimes the more I feel like it trivializes music or makes it less lovable. It makes it more like, yeah, let's just have a robot do it. Like we'll do this. And I don't know. And it downplays the emotional, spiritual aspect, the cultural aspect of what music is, what it can be. And I want to have that um, when I have that time to dig into that in the next podcast, you might've just heard my, my belly rumble. <laughs> you, the AI's bellies don't rumble. So they're, they're not as good at, um, at music. That's, that's the, that's the, the sum up of next week's podcast. Anyway, if you enjoyed this, um, please share it with your friends, <laughs> your weird friends, um, and, uh, throw me a five star on Spotify um, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you rate it higher, more people will see it and um, the algorithm will reward the recursive discussion on algorithms and music. And then we'll be able to have another podcast and, and, and chat about that next week. So be sure to subscribe, share it with your friends, five star, all that good stuff. And if you want to check out my music, you can go to scubertdubert.pizza, find my links. That's also where you can hear the scubertdubert slash Grimes AI song now for now. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and I'll see you next week for a much more in-depth conversation on this subject, how it relates to music and our self-worth as musicians, as creators, and as music fans. Thanks for joining. Here is Music's the Beat. Drop the beat, computer. <laughs>